Then his mother and his brothers came to him, but they could not reach him because of the crowd. He was told, your mother and your brothers are standing outside desiring to see you. But he answered them, my mother and my brothers are those who hear the word of God and do it. So today I was going to preach on Egypt, on the reality of what was going on with Jesus and the Pharisees. You see, after he healed the blind man, what we see right then is, is the, the temperature is going up in this, uh, in this war between Jesus and the Pharisees. Here's the problem. The problem is that we want to negotiate with God. As I was reviewing Pharaoh's interaction with Moses this morning, what you constantly see is God is coming to Pharaoh and saying, let my people go. And that's the one thing Pharaoh will not let go of. And so he, he's always trying to negotiate. It's, it's actually hilarious. So he says, I'm not going to let you go. And then there's a plague. And they come back in. He goes, I'll tell you what. How about this? How about this? How about you? Um, you can go, the men. The men can go into the wilderness. You keep the women and the children here. Right? He wants leverage. All right? He wants leverage. Hey, what's up? <laughs> good, good, good. Oh, my goodness. That's the man right there. That's the man. Praise God. Praise God. So just so you know, we, we delayed this sermon because we felt like God this morning said so we weren't supposed to preach till people showed up. So if you guys want to stay, we'd love to have you stay. I think maybe God would love to have you stay too. And so Pharaoh always wants to negotiate with God. So there's one plague. Moses walks in and he says, he says, why don't you leave the women and the children behind? And Moses says, no, we're not going to do that. And so he says, okay. And so then there needs to be another plague. Then another plague. And uh, each time the significance of the plague goes up. So first they're just nuisance plagues. And then they start to become plagues that separate Pharaoh from his people. At a certain point, God says, I'm going to send hail. And when the hail comes, whoever has their, their flocks in the barn are going to be protected. What is God doing there? Who are you going to listen to? Egyptians? Are you going to listen to your Pharaoh? Or are you going to listen to me? And when the people start to listen to God, Pharaoh knows, 
I'm about to lose my power. Right? When the leaders that are oppressing the people start to realize that the people aren't going to be with them anymore, they get nervous. So he brings Moses in again to negotiate. The second negotiation is you could take the women, leave the children, right? Because he doesn't want them to leave for good. Because all Moses told them they were going to do was go out for three days and worship God. That's all he was asking for. And even that little demand, even that small demand, he wasn't willing to do. And so we negotiate with God. Hey, God, can I hang on to this? Hey, God, I want to have a plan B in case your plan doesn't work out. And then the third negotiation is, is all right, you can all go. This is after the locusts have come. The hail destroyed all the crops, but Pharaoh is like, we still got one more crop that's going to come up. Maybe we can make it. Maybe we can make America great again. Change is going to come, right? We don't need God. And, and remember, Egypt is at, it's at least 400-year-old empire. Egypt has been the top dog for 400 years. That's twice as long as America has been on the earth. So when it's been lasting that long, it's hard to believe that it's over. But we know it was over. Because we, we saw the end of the story, but Pharaoh doesn't. He's like, maybe we can hang on to this last little bit. And even his magicians at this point are like, are you crazy? Get these people out of here. They're going to destroy the whole thing. Are you nuts? But Pharaoh is a megalomaniac. And he thinks he's God. And he is not going to do anything. Uh, anybody that confronts his godness, he can't hear it. And so the locusts come and wipe it all out. Wipe it all out. And finally he says, I blew it. I blew it. You can go. Just leave the livestock. Just leave the livestock. He still is hanging on to his thing. And Moses said, no, you can't leave the livestock. Take, we're taking the livestock. And God draws a line in the sand and Pharaoh says, The next time I see you, you're a dead man. I don't ever want to see you again. And Moses says, you're right, you're not going to see me again. And then a plague of darkness comes on the land. And even that, Pharaoh won't let go. Until at last, the final plague comes. 
And Moses stands up in the hearing of everybody. And he says, this is what's going to happen. The angel of the Lord is going to come through Egypt and is going to strike dead every firstborn in the land. From the richest Egyptian to the poorest Egyptian. In Israel, this is what you're going to do. You're going to take a lamb and you're going to kill it. And you're going to take its blood and you're going to put it on the door. You're going to put a signpost out in front on your lawn. And you're going to let people know who you're with. You see, there's a type of membership that doesn't really cost that much. I get a membership to the Museum of Science and Industry. I can, I can walk right in. I can go get coffee in the guest room. I get my tickets at discount, right? All right? But that just costs me whatever amount of money. But when you're in a war, if you're a membership with the Nazis, right, you can't be a member with the Allies, right? There are certain things that once you're a member of it, you can't be a member of something else. And God is saying to Egypt, your empire is over. Your way of doing economy, your way of doing government, your way of doing religion, it's over. And you got to make a decision tonight. Are you going to be with me or with Pharaoh? Are you going to be with me or with Pharaoh? And the way you show that you're with me is you put blood on the doorpost. Today's scripture is from John 10. After Jesus heals the blind man and sends him to the Pharisees, and the Pharisees are like, who healed you? And he's like, Jesus healed me. And they're like, that guy's wicked. What happened to that blind man? Because he stood with Jesus. He was cast out. He was kicked off welfare. His voter's registration was revoked. He no longer could get Section 8. Right? He was done. And Jesus, it says, the Bible says that Jesus found him after he was cast out. Jesus found him after he was cast out and let him know that he was, his, was the Messiah and he worshiped Jesus. And so what's happening is Jesus is starting to, 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 to realize, and, and of course, when you tell somebody they're children of the devil, they... They usually don't like you after that, and, and it's kind of negotiations are usually over after that, right? And so there was no more negotiating with the Pharisees. There was no more negotiating. What was going to happen from now on was they were going to be at war. 
And right after that incident, this is what Jesus says. Jonathan preached last week on that he was the shepherd. Him saying, you're not the shepherd, I'm the shepherd. You've been thinking you're the shepherd, but you're not, you're not really the shepherds because you, you're not the type of leadership that lays its life down for the people. I'm the type of leadership that does that. So Jesus again said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. Pharaoh says, the next time I see you, I'm going to kill you. Negotiations are over. God says, okay. The next time I see you, your firstborn son is going to die. He tells his people, you got to put the blood on the door. I think, I believe, there were probably some Egyptians that were done with Pharaoh. And they came to their neighbors, the, the Jewish neighbors, and were like, what's going on? Right? The Bible says that they were, that Moses was esteemed by all of Egypt at this point. But it was decision time. And this is what you have to understand. That doorway that had the blood on it. That doorway, Josiah, sorry man, you okay? That doorway that had the blood on it was not just an exit from Egypt, but it was an entrance into a new way of doing everything. Because see, the people are going to be birthed out of those doorways as a new nation. And they're going to march to a mountain. And at that mountain, God is going to give them laws. And those laws are going to be a new way to do worship and a new way to do economy and a new way to do government. It's going to be done God's way, based on God's grace. And it's so interesting, right? What is the final plague? The death of the legacy of empire. The final plague is not the destruction of Pharaoh. It's that the next generation has to die so that this mess does not get continually passed on generation after generation after generation. When you see your babies dying, your system is death. When we see our babies dying, the system is death. When we see our babies dying, the system is death, and God wants to bring death to that system. He is bringing judgment on Egypt and with the blood of a lamb he gives all those folks away out of Egypt 
and into his promise. And Jesus says, I am the door. I am the door. I am the way out of this system. I'm the way out of the drug game. The drug game is killing our babies. And Jesus says, I'm the way out. But when you come out, you can't look back. When you come out, you are coming out and you are being birthed into something new. You cannot go back to Egypt. Egypt is dying. Egypt is dead. You have to leave it behind. And we will continue to have our babies dying in this city until we leave it behind. Until we are born again, we will continue to see death. And there is no negotiation. God is not negotiating. Well, I want to keep this part of Egypt. No. How about this part of Egypt? No. We got two political parties that each want to keep a part of Egypt. You don't get to keep a part of Egypt. You get to come into the promised land. You get to be born again. You get to come into the kingdom. And so that's God's word to the dry bones. God's word to the dry bones is life can begin today. Today it can begin. Right now it can begin. New life. One man, Brother Jay, said, I'm going to take that life. That's why we're standing here today. You have no idea the life that gives life, that gives life, that keeps giving life and giving it and giving it and giving it. When you say no more Egypt, I'm done with it. I'm leaving it forever. And I'm going to walk through access into the kingdom through the blood of the Lamb. Everything can change. Stop negotiating. The thing you're hanging on to is what's killing us. And make no, make no mistake, it's not just killing you, it's killing us. It kills us. The whole nation, God wanted a new nation. And when Jesus came, he wanted a new people. And so we can't negotiate with Egypt. We cannot negotiate with Egypt. That was an empire construct so that people could be made into slaves. That's what that was. That was somebody wanted to get rich. So they told us, you're black and I'm white. I can do anything I want to you and you can't do anything to me. That's how we're going to roll from now on. And we've been paying for it. That's Egypt. That's Egypt. They made it black and white. Jesus is saying kingdom for all of us. And that means what I have 
belongs to James, belongs to Kevin, belongs to you. Because I got it from God. And he wants his kids to share, just like you do. Yeah, right? You want your kids to share, don't you? So does God. No negotiation. Everybody that's saying, well, we don't really need to share. Man, read your Bible. Right? There's truth in that. There's truth in what Candyman's saying. And when you steal from somebody as a culture, you're supposed to pay them back. That's what the scripture says. And what you can't pay back, they need to forgive, and then you need to trust God's grace to cover all of it. And that's why key to the kingdom, why God won't even answer your prayers if you can't forgive. Because we all start needing forgiveness. So guys, there's only one answer. We got to stop compromising. You got to come all the way out of Egypt. All the way out. All right? None of this, just let me get five stacks and then I'm out. JJ said, I'm going to get this amount of money, then I'm out, brother Jay. He was dead the next week. Guys, that's serious stuff, man. There is a moment to put the blood on the door and you got to leave because the judgment is coming. And so this morning we speak life where there has been death. Today, Lord, right now, just over North Point, right there. Your blood up, across, and down. Passover. Protect. Keep. Set free. Bring them out. In Jesus' name.